L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hi, old friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. L-A-S. Hey everybody, this is Amy with an A. And I'm Jenny with a Z. Welcome, Welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast Sick and, and tired. tired. A podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. So we did our four-part series on the pelvic floor, and we will revisit that topic many times. But this time, we wanted to discuss menopause, or in our case, mama pause. Wait, what was I talking about? So this episode, we're going to be doing something a little different. We have a special guest! <laughs> Not that we don't think you're special, Alex. No. You're still special to But us. for this person, this is new to our studio, so that's why they're special. Many of you know her in this community for her velvet voice. She's been a music director for TCR and founding member of SPT Theater. As well as my best friend. Janelle Lauer. Yeah, Janelle. Say hi, Janelle. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So like we said, uh, many people... know you for those things but what they don't know about you is that um you know stuff you're dealing with like us like mama Mama pause wait what was i talking about again (laughs) all right janelle we've been quizzing alex and we decided to give him a break not that you didn't do a good job alex okay you didn't appreciate (laughs) y'all what are you talking about (laughs) go back listen to the last episode i destroyed that quiz okay that's true now's your time alex to do some deep breathing relaxation (laughs) do kegels you're doing them right now um but he still hasn't found what he's looking for (laughs) am i supposed to finish that for you (laughs) yes they're referring to the (laughs) g-spot Okay, so we're going to take turns quizzing Janelle this time. Oh, boy. And just be, just be yourself. All you right. You can answer however you want, and I know you'll do great. Okay. Um, so, Janelle, what is menopause, or as we're calling it, <laughs> mama-pause? Oh, menopause is that time of life when after you've lived a majority of your life, everything <laughs> starts shutting down, getting hairy, or falling apart. <laughs> Which sounds like the same talk they gave us in like sixth grade. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And we yeah. thought that they were high because we were like, what are you talking about? 
Like, I'm, I'm good. You start growing I'm hair good. in weird places? I didn't realize it'd be like, I don't know, my ears? Yeah. yeah. And then my you, chin? You go uh-huh. home and you ask your mom, how oh, is that true? And they just kind of smile and they go, you'll find out. You'll find you out. know, my you'll mom didn't out. give me any kind of indication no. that this stuff was <laughs> well, going to happen. No. Ugh, and I hate her for I it. feel that's so unfair. <laughs> that's why we're doing this podcast. Uh-huh. That's, that's so right. in case, yeah, so in case you didn't get a, a clue from your moms mm-hmm. like you were supposed to. Yep. Okay. All right, Janelle, about how old were you when you started feeling mama pause symptoms? 12. No. Uh, <laughs> I, so yesterday. Yeah, when you right. started your first period. Uh, yeah. I uh, I knew that there was something weird happening when I did start uh, skipping periods. So there would mm-hmm. be like, you know, and I wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the holy divinity of me being pregnant by chance. And, <laughs> like Agnes of God. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so Not saying that still can't happen. I, I would skip a period. Like every other month I would get a period and then suddenly it was like every three months or four months and Ooh. now I haven't had one since last November and oh. well, at least you haven't done the other way where you just don't stop having a period oh yeah that was my mother hi oh. mom <laughs> speaking of mom <laughs> I bled for a straight year and I'm like well I hope that skips a generation sorry Savannah <laughs> oh gosh oh yeah your poor daughter okay. Okay. um so uh so you said you you were about you were jokingly about twelve, but that no, wasn't true. Yeah. Um, so what? So uh, so though you kind of described your symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have a question for you. Are you hot right now? Um, I am. When I woke up this morning, it was forty six degrees. So I have on a sweater, but here in the studio, it's a little toasty. Okay. So, so I could stop breaking out in a flop sweat anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Boob sweat is the best. No, it's mm. not. It says no one ever. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't have any boobs, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I wish that I had that problem because I wish I had my oh, boobs. Oh, trust me. It's all. But that's, it's you all, know, that's this all. podcast. We're, we're very comfortable in here, Janelle. Yeah. So I always know. If the, I need to rip my shirt off. I always know yeah. the change of season when it's like there's boob sweat and bug bites or just boob sweat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. If there's no bug bites, so, I know it's winter. My follow-up question was, are you cold now? <laughs> Are you hot now? Are you cold now? Are you hot? That's how quick cold? it can happen. Are you cold? It really can happen very quickly. Usually but somewhere between 8.52 and 9.27 at night. I, I have love the it. She, worst. Has, she like, has a schedule. She has a schedule. I have the worst hot flash of my uh, day. And we're literally, I will turn red and just, I mean, I'm red anyway and all the time, but I will just start dripping sweat. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I just have to wait for it to pass. And then yeah. and then you get kind of chilly after yeah. that. <laughs> And then you're like those ladies and those, you know, Uh those southern ladies. As my mom would say, she would she would be like, I'm having my own personal summer. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom wasn't even southern. That's what's weird. My mom was actually my mom was actually English. So she'd my be like, I'm having my summer. own personal summer. <laughs> like, and I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, you know, I have to fan myself. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Um, well, does just, she also rely on the kindness of strangers? <laughs> yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, since it's at such a specific time, does that like, do you have to like, do you have to like plan your schedule around it? Okay, I can't do anything between. <laughs> I wish that that was the case, but unfortunately, being a music director, that's usually right about the time that you're doing stuff. So the other night we had the first Cinderella cast yeah. meeting, <laughs> and uh, I turned to the cast as I was sweating, and it was about mm, eight forty-five, nine o'clock, <laughs> and I said, "And I'm sweating." <laughs> I said, um, "Just so you know, I am a 51 year old woman going through menopause. You will see this a lot. So good luck during the run of this show." <laughs> You're like, okay, okay. So, can you remember words? 
<laughs> what? N- no. Mm, yeah. No. More recently, I find that that's true. Mm-hmm. That I don't. That mm-hmm. I'm like searching for the word of something. And, and don't I can't you find feel it. ridiculous? Yeah. Totally. Seriously. So then when we get to that point, we're like, let's start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's start a podcast. <laughs> but here's the thing, everybody. Pretty much, I mean, we, we have a lot of things that are, thanks to Jenny, that are written down so that we can read them. That yeah. doesn't make That's sense. No that lie. doesn't mean they make sense necessarily. But it, it doesn't mean that we're not intelligent women, okay? Yeah. It's just that, okay, so I went through menopause surgically. So when my surgery happened, I had everything removed. Boom, bingo, bango, it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like 24 hours later, you're feeling the hot flash. And I'm not kidding. It was like 24 to 48 hours wow. later. I'm like, oh, so this is what this, this is. This is what everybody was talking about. And, um, you know, I was relatively young at the time, but... It's true. You can't remember certain words. Mm-hmm. I had a stepmother who was warning me of all of these things. She's like, yeah, you can't hardly sleep. You can't remember words. And I'm thinking, do I want to go through this? <laughs> yeah, nobody, well, you know, nobody wants to. Nobody wants it's to. Before, I think, really full-on uh, health menopause started, right, if you had to look at my testing or whatever, um, I was not. I was waking up at two or three in the morning yeah. and being up for two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we all like do that. consistently, uh-huh. and that never had been an issue for yeah. me before. So I think that that was probably well. And I can tell yeah, when that happens beginning. because everybody will be on social media. At that yeah, time. <laughs> we'll yeah. be like, "Who's up right now?" Man, <laughs> our poor grandmothers who didn't have Facebook yeah, I know. and how Twitter. How did they ever deal with that? Maybe that's how my mom was able to like you know get all this stuff done. She probably that's probably when she was baking or something. I have no idea. What about when you walk into a room? And you don't know why you've you walked, walked into, into that room. room. You're like, why did I walk into that room? You know, like, I, was I doing? so I don't feel like I have ADD, but that's kind of how that feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what it, it is? is? Like, all of a sudden you're like, like you walk into, you know you have a purpose and you get in there and then you're like, oh, I should do that. And then you realize, wait a minute, I didn't even do the thing that yeah. I was supposed to do. I, I don't remember even remember mom, what that thing was. I remember my mom doing that. Like, when I was a young kid and I'd always make fun of her because she'd like literally get one foot into the next room and she'd be like, I forgot why I was walking in here. Did uh, you know? <laughs> there's, you might know this. There's a musical called Midlife Menopause. Crisis. Yeah. The yeah. musical. Did you know that song? What did I come in here for? Uh huh. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Like seriously. That is the best song in the land. Because when you do it, when you walk out and you first you first sing it, the, the, they tell you in the stage directions. You know, kind of when you walk out, look confused and everything. And mm-hmm. and I remember. You walk out. <laughs> what did I walk in? And you look for? confused, and then you sing that song. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah exactly. They why. just you know, start I, immediately laughing. I hope at some point, given that there are not a lot of roles for women our age mm-hmm. anymore, yeah. I hope that he just that TCR decides to do Menopause the Musical at some point. Yeah, because yeah. they just did it at Paramount, didn't they? I, they did. So yeah. it might be on tour, but I yeah. think that would be a hoot. I feel like we should write a new one. Yeah. Yeah, Let's Ma- work on Mama Paws the musical. Yeah, hey, okay. there you go. Hold boob, boob sweat and pelvic floors. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you ever wonder like what your name is and where your pants are? <laughs> Who am I? Where are my pants? <laughs> am no, I wearing? Pants? I think that's uh, that's long past Mama Paws. <laughs> okay. I think that's or, is that, or is that from the pandemic? Because the first time I had to put on a <laughs> yeah. bra to leave the house, I was like, "What is this weird contraption? <laughs> this feels weird. I don't like this. I just don't wear makeup anymore." I don't either. Yeah. What's the point? I don't either. I think I used to spend a lot of time on that, and I was like, mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Most of my face will be covered with a mask anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I care? Yep. Um, anyway, I was gonna I was gonna sing at you, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you want to sing it, you can. Your bed, your bed, <laughs> your bed is on fire. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> that's okay. the only one I can think of. Okay. Well, I was singing it like. 
You know, it's oh, Alicia your Keys. Your bed is on fire. Yeah, like Alicia Keys. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Whoa, what is that? What did I come in here for? <gasps> oh, there I it is. It. I love it. I love it. There it is. Where'd I put my keys? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I walk through that door? Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> come on, pretty, pretty, please. <laughs> you came to the kitchen to find something lost, something you mislaid. Clearly, all I've lost is my mind. Why did I take up smoking pot in seventh grade? Amen. Yes. <laughs> Whoever stopped? What are you talking about? <laughs> Good All one. Right. Th- thanks, Alex. Well, thanks for playing along with our quiz show, Janelle. We yes. will interview some more in a bit here. Um, so, Janelle, since I already know you, this is usually where I subject our poor listeners to my singing, so I'm not going to do that to you guys anymore. And since you're here, you're an amazing singer, um, and I know you've done this song before live, so it's, I believe it's called All My Wrinkled Ladies. Is that All correct? the Wrinkled Ladies. All the yes. Wrinkled Ladies. Sorry. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you want to tell us kind of where the song came from or yeah. when you've done it. Okay. When, uh, Diva Palooza did Cabaret in the Courtyard at Bruce Moore, um, Lynn Rothrock is always the most fabulous person to find comedic songs yeah, for true. us to do. True. And so this was the, <laughs> the one that we even tried to do some of the Beyonce dance. You did. It was good. Which, you know, it's my mom who's 19 years older than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's me and Lynn is older than me. <laughs> so even being the young one, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it was not attractive. I'm just saying. But it goes well with the song. It totally yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to hear a little bit of that? Yes, mm-hmm. please. Okay. <clears throat> it's early. <laughs> all the wrinkle ladies, 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 all the wrinkle ladies. Now put your hands up. I got lines on my lips, spanks on my hips, a jar of under eye cream. I'm acting up in my underwire cup, and I don't care what my kids think. I need no permission, did I mention, too late for wrinkle prevention. Now it's my turn, I finally learned to love every wrinkle I see. Cause I like it, but I should have put some cream on it. Can't fight it with a glob of Vaseline on it. Don't be mad when you see your skin don't fit. Can't hide if you gotta make peace with the whoa, oh, 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 oh. Oh 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 yeah dance Jenny what oh 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 all the wrinkle ladies I love it yes 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 thank you thank you now I'm sweating you now have permission to take off the sweater you can yes so Janelle Lauer everybody and I always plug buy her CDs or down I'm sorry I'm dating myself download. Yeah. Yes. Down. <laughs> it's Mama Paws. Yes, yeah, well. <laughs> there will be a link posted to our LAS Podcast Network page with the YouTube video of the complete song yes. if you want to listen to that. But having it here live in person yeah. is so much more special. Yes, Thank yes, you so yes, much. Yes, that was awesome. It was hilarious. And yeah, I was trying to be one of your backup dancers, but I don't know if it was. <laughs> Jenny, you did a fabulous job. Oh, thanks. Okay. Again, we are Amy with an A. And Jenny with the Z with special guest. Janelle Lauer. And you are listening to Sick Sick and Tired, a podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick Sick and tired. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, 
new and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S. Hello, guys. My name is Devin Green, and this is The Innovative Creative, a podcast dedicated to helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I've been designing for 16 plus years, and I felt that people need this knowledge. Whether you are a new or an experienced designer, I can give you tips that can better help your design journey. I also know that clients sometimes have a hard time working with designers. This is my way to help clear the confusion. Join me on your favorite podcasting platform as I dive into design tips, communication tactics, and much more. I release episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on my website at innovativecreative.fm and wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is proudly produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids Island. The Innovative Creative is free to listen to, but if you want bonus content and to support local creators, subscribe to LAS+. For more information on that, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com. L-A-S. All right, so uh, I guess we're going to start with my uh, mama pause story first. So uh, like I said before, when I had my complete hysterectomy, um, if you listened to that part of the podcast episode of my story, um, I was put into menopause surgically. So I had what they call surgical menopause. Makes sense. Um, I was 42 at the time. So that was a hell of a lot of fun. Um to experience that. And like I said, it did kind of happen right away, probably within 24 to 48 hours, I started feeling hot flashes and all that stuff. I really, I honestly thought at the time that it happened, is this a hot flash or am I just too warm? It was February. So how could I possibly be too warm? And I confirmed that with my mother who was kind of looking after me during that week. And she's like, Oh no, honey, I think you have a hot flash. I, I think that's what it is. So um, then things were okay, you know, for a while. Once you go through that surgery, it does take a couple of months for your hormones to literally die off. And that's kind of what I was experiencing was that 
die off effect. And Mm -hmm. then two months later is when the hell really began. The sleep issue started, which is funny because when you go through any kind of surgical procedure, they tell you to get get a lot of rest, right? And as we know, any kind of surgical procedure you go through, it's difficult to get a lot of rest because depending on what you had surgery on, um, you really don't get that much rest. So... Add to that being put into menopause surgically, you're really not getting enough rest. So being on bioidentical hormones before the surgery, I knew that I was going to have to definitely get them again. And as Jenny and I discussed, not everybody has you know, the means to get these bioidentical hormones, they do cost a lot of money. Most of them are Maybe not explain, pushed through your insurance. Explain to the listeners what bioidentical hormones bioidenticals are. Bioidenticals are more um, natural to what your body produces. So if you're taking a synthetic hormone, a lot of your doctors will say, well, synthetic hormones are better because it comes from horse's urine, a female horse's urine. In the words of my husband, I really don't think there's anything less natural than getting pee from a horse (laughs) and putting it into my wife's body. So I think we're going to go the other route. (laughs) So I did. And, and, there's a lot of research out there with hormones um, and links to heart disease, cancer, you name it. That disclaimer has to be put on there. Um, and that's for both, right? You really just have to kind of, you really just have to keep an eye on yourself. You have to, to do a health check. Um, again, I'm not a doctor and I'm, I'm not going to prescribe to you until you go out there immediately and try this jazz. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying this is what worked for me and it continues to work for me. So when I was on that path two months later, um, I had a doctor that said, try and wait another month. And I literally could not physically and mentally wait another month. It was that bad. And so I walked into the clinic that I go to and I mean, it was ridiculous. I I was practically begging on my hands and knees, please give me something. Mm -hmm. And so what they have to do is they have to test you first. So they they test your blood and they test what you're making, what you're not making. And I was tanked literally on all three hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. And yes, ladies, we do make testosterone. Your ovaries do make a certain amount of testosterone. Anybody out there that's dealing with polycystic ovarian syndrome, that means you're making too much testosterone. I was the opposite. Yeah. So, um, and it really does affect how you sleep. It it affects how you function. Mm -hmm. And so once I got on that path, the next couple weeks, it was like I was a different person. I could sleep better now. I could think better. You have higher energy usually. Yeah, I had more energy. I could move. My muscles were not hurting. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't lethargic all the time, and I felt like I I could function. My anxiety went away. And before then, I was... Had to be on anti-anxiety medications. Because that's um, what they always do to us women. they always do. <laughs> and like Jenny had said previously, it, um, she's the type of person that just does not do well on a lot of prescription medications. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I just know what works for me and I know what doesn't. So, and that's part of this podcast. You have to know what works for you and you have to know what doesn't. And you have to be courageous enough to tell the doctor that. Yeah. And they may or may not like your answer. And you know what? Too bad. And you're going to have doctors that are going to be really great about that and empathetic to that. And you're going to have some like I had who were just plain bitchy about it. Well, the one that told you you'd be less of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I I would be less of a woman if I had my ovaries, my my last ovary removed. Who says that to somebody? Uh, 
a horrible person. I can think of about 10 people <laughs> off the top of my head that might say something like that to a woman. But yeah. this is not a political podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> very true. Very true. So, yeah. Um, so now I really, I would be what you would call post-menopausal, which makes me sound like I'm in my 70s or 80s, really. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay. Um, By Hollywood standards, though, you would be considered yes. in your 70s or 80s. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would, yes. I would, I would no longer be cast as the lawyer. I would now be cast <laughs> as the old woman walking in with the cane, uh, which I'm not, by the way. No, um, she's not. We, we consider her. <laughs> she's very She's very I have young. my days. She's very young and yeah. And, I have my yeah. days. Um but it, menopause is not a dirty word. <laughs> you know, we have to get comfortable enough to talk about it. We have to be comfortable enough to talk about it in front of men. Men have to be comfortable enough to listen to it and accept yeah. it because this is part of a woman's life. Unfortunately, we are quote unquote blessed to go through this. And I will tell you this much, ladies. I don't like the whole positive spin that they try to put on this journey that you go through menopause. It is not a positive spin. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. Well, you fast forwarded through it. So you won't, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not, and I've seen those that don't fast forward through it. You know, like what Janelle's going through right now. Mm-hmm. It's not, <laughs> it's not a fun thing to go through. And I love how a lot of these websites and, a, and even a lot of these female doctors will, will embellish it and say, well, this is a new journey. This is a new... <laughs> you should embrace this you part embrace of your life. It. This yeah. is a new part of your life. How the hell do you embrace poor sleep, poor memory, can't think of words, don't remember what I walked in here for. Yeah. My uh, muscles and my joints ache. I can't walk down the stairs without going, Whoa. Oh, and let's talk or, about the elephant in the room, like that your sex drive is different. Your like, sex drive yeah. is different. Yeah. All of that. It, it's yeah. all different. What, how, how am I supposed to embrace that? (laughs) Well, and what's weird is evolution wise, you would think because we do live longer now that Mm -hmm. through evolution that our menopause wouldn't happen so early. Because if you think about it, like men can still, you know, function the same for a long, 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 long time. And then with Viagra, they, they can keep, you know, they can help themselves. But like, if, if like we, let's say we live to be 80 and this starts in our forties. So half of our life. The We're like what my mom's generation would call dried up old ladies because that's mm-hmm. what it feels like sometimes. And it's like, really? So like half my life, I'm still, I feel like I still look pretty young compared to people my mm-hmm. age. I feel like I act pretty young for people, you know, like my age. And, and, and then like, but my body is like, nope, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry you woke up feeling like Cinderella this morning, but, but, reality. but in reality, you are the stepmother. <laughs> yeah, the, the wicked or the stuff. pumpkin. Yes. Yeah. I'm probably more like the pumpkin. <laughs> Gus Gus. Sometimes I feel like Gus Gus. Yeah. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I have a friend who describes her uterus as a pumpkin. Wow. I should have her on the show. Yes. We, we go around talking about our quote unquote pumpkins. And she uh, had told me recently, she said, well, I think it's time to get the pumpkin removed. <laughs> and I said, well, I'll be sure and get the ball gown and the glass slippers out for you. So, what, so when she talks about pumpkin spice latte, she's talking about she, something. She might be talking about something talking else. About her I don't know. Or she might be talking about a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So um, that's basically my my little 
mom and pa story in a nutshell. And I do have an 11-year-old son, um, so I'm still raising a child, which is even more fun when you go through a change of life. And, um, <laughs> and no I, sleep. <laughs> and no sleep. Yeah. I mean, my, my sleep is getting better. I, I went through another health uh, I'll just say crisis because it just seems like a crisis uh, just this year. And um, I'll be talking about that in a future episode. <laughs> and um, so I had to get my hormones straightened out again because it did affect my adrenals and it did affect my, yes, my yes. hormones. So it was like I had to reverse back in time and go back to where I was before. So that was not a fun thing to go through, but um, I'm slowly getting there. It's not a walk in the park is basically what I'm trying to, to <laughs> warn you women out there that are that are either starting to go through it or you're in perimo- perimenopause and you're looking forward to going through menopause yeah. or you are going through menopause now. It Just be real with yourself yeah. and be real in the moment and be real with people. And if people can't accept the fact that you just can't really mentally function or physically function today, too bad. Yeah. You, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Yeah. So my grandma would always say, she goes, I tell you, Jenny, growing old, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> and I was like, I think yeah. every grandma and I remember, tells yeah. their, gran- their And I remember that. thinking, like, uh, my grandma was, like, you know, this amazing, amazing woman. So I came from, I was adopted into this family, but I still consider myself coming from a long line of very strong women. But so because I was adopted, I don't, so kind of like how Janelle said she didn't feel like her mom warned her, told her enough information. (laughs) I had nobody to tell me. I mean, I have my adopted mom and she was very open about telling me all of, um, all of the you know, different steps of life. She was, cause she's very, uh, she's a very literal person. She's a very learned person. So she didn't like using like baby terms for things like poo poo and wee wee and stuff like that. So she, we talked very clinically and she talked very much to me like an adult when, That's when great. we were, yeah. So I knew all the stuff and I was always, it was always an open door to talk about it, but I didn't have somebody to say like, okay, so when I was your age and we're genetically pretty much the same and we seem, you know, this is what happened. So, and I've kind of talked to you a little bit about that. I didn't have, so I started my period very early in life. So then because that time frame was probably moved sooner than, of course, my perimenopause was also sooner than probably the average person. Because if you look at this block of time and then you just shift it over a little bit, right? So, um, but, and I also didn't have, so I wasn't like Janelle, who was like regular, it sounds like, and then knew that something was going on when she wasn't regular. I was never regular. So even when I was pregnant with my son, I knew that I was pregnant with him, but I had to kind of convince them. So again, I had to convince them how long, far along I was, because if you went by my last period, I would have been pregnant for a year. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I didn't have a, a regular period per se. I mean, your body still goes through. Uh, the menstrual cycle, it just doesn't have regular periods. So I would go months and months without having it. So technically, I am still in perimenopause, which has seemed like it's lasted for like, I don't know, 20 years is what it feels like. I have no idea. Um, But because when when I go to my hormone doctor, so I started going to a hormone doctor at 30 because um, I didn't have regular periods. And so, and I had, they kept misdiagnosing me with polycystic ovarian Mm -hmm. syndrome, which you talked about earlier, because I have a very high testosterone level. Um, I have a higher testosterone level than a lot of men. Not anymore because I'm going through peri, but um, so for, so they have like these boxes they think you should be in, right? That this is, this is what you should look like as a typical woman. This is what you should look like as a typical man. And so because mine was outside of that box, but 
you don't know. Maybe that was normal for me. Okay. So God when they said tr- you should be out of the I box. I know. Don't Jenny. be out of the box. Don't yeah. Be don't box, be out of that box. So, um, so when they would see my hormone numbers, they'd be like, oh my gosh, her testosterone levels are so off the charts that we need to bring her back the other way. So then they would try and put me on high levels of estrogen, high levels of progesterone. And then that would just make me completely sick. Mm -hmm. I would get completely sick and I'd be like, okay, enough of this. This is ridiculous. This is not where my body functions well. Um, And so, so I've, it's been a, it's been hard to kind of gauge what's going on with me. But when they, when they do test me, they say I'm not completely in menopause yet. I'm still in peri. So I do um, estrogen trochee is what it's called, but it's basically a suppository that you shove up there. And so what they say that they like about that better than horse urine is that um, is that it shouldn't cause like the breast cancers that people Mm -hmm. are worried about with high levels of estrogen. Um, And it also doesn't make me go completely wonky like like when I take like estrogen pills or they try and put you in birth control because that's a, that's a way to regulate or estrogen. Like all that stuff would make me just do crazy things. Mm -hmm. Like when I, so I had had my son, I was a single parent and I was on the state and, uh, and for, for healthcare. And so one of the stipulations to stay on um, that insurance is that you had to not be able to have another baby. So they decided to put a Norplant in my arm and that was like the worst thing ever because what it is is it's supposed to, it's it's estro or it's it's supposed to be a slow release of birth control into your bloodstream and it's supposed to last for five years okay well I don't know what regulates it but obviously it did something weird to my body because all of a sudden I started bleeding like a stuck pig and didn't stop and so they finally had to take it out um, take it out and it's just weird to think about that the stipulation for you to be able to stay on uh, you know Medicare, Medicaid, or Met, or whatever it was, Title Nineteen, was that you had to prove that you couldn't have. I don't. Child. Okay, hold on one yeah, second. And so that's, hold on. That's a little. Weird. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I know. It's. It I was on Title Nineteen. Yeah. When I had Savannah, because yeah. I too was a single parent. Yeah. I don't remember ever having. I think they changed it obviously by that time because Savannah's younger than Jordan. But you know what I mean. So, yeah. So so. Oh, yeah. Jenny. Yeah. No, I know. It's it's terrible how they treated treated mm-hmm. us because mm-hmm. it's like okay so basically you're saying that the only way we can keep it is because, but again not a political show but but what it did to me is it caused all this like uh it messed up a lot of the situ- the hormones in my body so i think a lot of my issues with my hormones had to do with this nor plant that was that was put in my arm and then i literally bled like a stuck pig and it took me a while to for my body to figure out how to overcome all that stuff once even once they did remove that Okay, so um, so when I kind of started realizing that I was in possibly perimenopause, a couple things happened. So, like I said, the elephant in the room is that, like, your sex drive kind of starts going, right? And mm-hmm. so since I had a high level of testosterone, uh, you know, I... I was, I had a high sex drive, right? And, um, and then all of a sudden it just kind of was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I want to do all the prep work and all the, you know, cleanup work. And I was like, I don't know, is it really worth it? And it's, which sounds really bad, but it's, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, but there was, a, you know, so when you're young, you know, so I'll, I think about like the people that I dated or, you know, and, now married to when I was younger and you know they they they're used to like you're a juicy young thing and you're hot ready ready to go right they don't have to do much work to you you're like ready to go right and then like now it's like more where it's like maintaining a like a like a classic car they have to like 
<laughs> get it going. Get it. Do you feel like why did I waste all my good juices yes. on those assholes from before? Yeah, seriously, seriously, seriously. So then, sorry, Alex. Yeah, where's the G spot again, Alex? I'm just joking. Um, anyway, so um, so you know, so that was one of the main things for me that I could really tell a market. Uh, change and then you know the not being the being awake at like two in the morning from two into four in the morning and people would be like wow you you like always respond to your emails are you always (laughs) awake and it's like no I'm like wide awake at that time so I just instead of like fighting it I just get up do my stuff and then I literally pass out again and I would have like complete text conversations with people and then all of a sudden they wouldn't hear anything from me (laughs) and they're like well we just assumed you just fell asleep and that's what I do so I usually sleep in Four hour blocks. So I like, and when I'm sleeping, I am solidly asleep. Like literally the house could be burning down and I wouldn't know it. But it's like, I pass out cold at like 11 o'clock, like after Colbert, after I'm done watching Colbert. Um, And then, and then I don't wake up again until like two. And then I'm awake for a couple hours. And then I pass out from four until eight. So now we're having people side our house. And so I I get woken up by people pounding on the side of the house. So that's real fun. (laughs) So the cats and I are like, you know, pissy. But anyway, so when I kind of really started noticing something was going on um, was this is what I call the pencil story. So it's not the pencil story where like you put like pencils under your boobs, not not that story, but um, (laughs) the pencil story I would be telling. um, So I used to work at this coffee shop with my digger friend and um, that owned it. And we would both kind of joke with each other. And we had like like symbols to get each other through it because like she would kind of forget words. And so then we would kind of like, like one time uh, we were going to go up to like Taco Bell and she goes, you know, we're going to get a bowl of, and she made this like circle with her hands. And I was like, and I was like, uh, 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 beans, rice. Uh, She goes, (laughs) (laughs) she goes, that's how it is. (laughs) So then, so every time after that, it was always like, she would just be like, I need some, and it'd be rice. Okay. So, there was one time, and I can talk, like, and everybody knows me, knows that. And I usually, and I'm a pretty good writer, and I'm pretty, like, I, I can write some pretty amazing things, I think. But anyway, so, but it'll be stupid words that trip me up, like, mm-hmm. simple words. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I always come back to this. I said, I knew it was bad. When I was literally in the middle of a story, in, so when this is when I owned my salon, and I was <laughs> cutting somebody's hair, and I was like, you know, it's that thing you write with it it has led it's yellow it has led it one thing and and an eraser at the other and they're like pencil and I go oh my god that's the I couldn't like it's like the word would not come mm-hmm. out of my brain it was like it was like clogging everything up it was damming it up it was like I can't get past what is this word I know what it is I know what it is I can visualize it and and it's like a stupid word like that throws yeah. you off and so then I was like then I was like oh no it's happening so we would be like the best people to invite to parties that have charades <laughs> because we will be doing charades all night. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll be like, you know, you know, I right, need right. a margarita with, <laughs> you know, you, you know, know, the stuff. The, the and thing. then if you have any. What's sad. What's the word? Crackers? <laughs> what's sad is I used to be the person. I'm not joking that when I worked in salons with other people, they'd be like, oh, Jenny will know. They'll be like, Jenny, who is the person that was in the show that did the thing? And I'll be like, Audrey yeah. Hepburn. Yeah. And they'll be like, that like, was Seri- me. It's like, seriously. Yes. And then now I can't. Now you can't. It's so depressing. I'll be in the middle of a story and I'll be like. Uh, in fact, the other day when I was talking to the Cinderella cast, there was a word that was like, to- I don't know if you noticed that I there was a point where I was like, and then I'm a. You, you, it, and it was like there was a word that was tripping me up, so I was like, think of an alternate word. Get to it. Come on. That's what I have to do. It so sucks. 
I'm in a play right now. It goes up this weekend. And so I noticed, especially during rehearsals during the show, that I was really tanked on estrogen. And when you try to explain that to people who don't understand that, they're like, oh, that sounds so, (laughs) you know, and then you just walk away because you're like, yeah, screw you. You don't, you don't get it. But it is, it's horrible. And I am used to being the type of performer that just hazard lines, boom, done. It's in my brain. (laughs) Here we go. I can't memorize anything anymore. And I just, I felt so inadequate so many times because I'd stand there and the line would be in my head and we're going to get ready to say it and it's gone. (laughs) And I just stare at the other person and I line, you know, and, and you're like, what the hell? This is a line that I just got yesterday. I just said this word or I just said this line yesterday and then it'll be a different line the next day and then a different line the next day. And so going through dress rehearsal right now is really a lot of quote unquote fun because (laughs) I got to really be on my toes and I've got to force my brain to engage. I mean, there's many times I'm backstage and I'm like, okay, you have to engage, engage (laughs) the brain. The brain has to be focused and engaged. Don't talk to anybody else behind the stage (laughs) for two hours. And it's just, oh, it's, it's frightening. Mm -hmm. It would be different if I were at a party doing charades and I could just let it all go and who cares. But when you're actually out there, you know, you don't want everybody to know that you're going through menopause. Except for my mind fixates on the thing that I can't remember and I can't and that, yeah. move on from it. Because like, like I said, if I walk into another room, I do the thing my mom does. And I'll be like, what did I walk in here for? Oh, no, that's going to drive me crazy. Oh, no. And I know that. I and you know go it. through anxiety because Because I was like, oh, my God, until, until I can remember what that was and get that completed, it's going to drive me. Like, I've been in the middle of a conversation and it's almost like... It's not as fun, but you know, like when you're, when you're smoking pot and you kind of lose your train of thought, it's, that's at least fun and it makes sense why it's happening. But like this, I'll be in the middle of a conversation and I'll be like, I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was now. And, <laughs> and now that's going to bother me. And now I can't listen to even your part of the conversation because, <laughs> because you're about, thinking about what you all I'm thinking about is like mm-hmm. what I was supposed to say. Okay. I'm done. That's, that's all. So SBT yeah. so has been again, around yeah. since, since 2003. And I remember my mom saying, uh, you can memorize lyrics really fast, you know. I just can't do that. I can't do that. And so since we've been doing this for 18 <laughs> years, so she's basically where I am now when we started. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, oh, now I totally get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. No, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I totally understand yeah. that, Mom. I feel like we can have conversations with our moms now. It, well, it, because, <laughs> I can't, I mean. because she can't think of the words and I can't think of the words, but yet we both know what we're talking about through charades <laughs> and nodding of the head. Well, and see, and that's what's been tough for me because being adopted, like like I said, I kind of didn't get that thing. And then um, I feel like my mom, my adopted mom was really good at preparing me for every stage of life up into a certain point. So what I kind of did was it seems like I sought out pe- women that were older than me so that I could kind of get their kind of, mm-hmm. you know, learn from them and that's kind of what I've done so so that's kind of um all right so Janelle you kind of chimed in there for a little bit so um so Janelle is still here just so you guys know (laughs) sorry I can't help myself no that's no that's perfect that's 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 what our that's what we love about our show is that it's very it's very fluid so um so again um we have our special guest Janelle Lauer the diva (laughs) <laughs> as I like to call her, or I call her Janelle Bean. <laughs> yeah, Janelle no. Bean. No, um, uh, so a lot of you know her as, like I said, the local diva. She's a mom of two kids. She did talk about uh, she did po- talk about her kids, but they're a, 
they're adult kids. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. little kids. Um, she's an activist. You heard her kind of pipe in about some politics. She's also well known in the music and theater scene. And she's one of my favorite hippies. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> and today we're interviewing her about her experiences with Mama Paws. Yeah. So again, we're gonna we're gonna interview you and just just you know speak from the hip and speak from the heart. All right. Okay. So um, we kind of know this a little bit. You kind of give us a little sampling of this. But have you incorporated menopause into any of your shows? Uh, I have not specifically myself. Uh, when we did Diva Palooza, not only. We did the uh, all the wrinkled ladies, right? As the three of us. So Diva Palooza is what? Is a it, we used to tour the country doing. Uh, it was uh, Jane Peeney, Lynn Rothrock, and myself and mm-hmm. our band, and it was just a concert. It was empowering women. Mm-hmm. We should call it Diva Palooza, ripping the roof off. Yeah, I loved it. Estrogen yeah. Force Fields. <laughs> yes. yeah, that was good. Um, I know that uh, uh, Jane and Lynn have done the menopause rag. <laughs> Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Which is a very funny song. And at the very end, they they go, open a goddamn window. <laughs> so, I love it. It's, I love it. Very cute. I love it. I love very it. Very cute. So uh, that's really about it. Okay. Yeah. And then all the wrinkled ladies and stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. What about some upcoming projects? What are you working on right now? Obviously, Cinderella. Yep. Music directing Cinderella uh, for Theater Cedar Rapids. We just started on Monday. So that's very exciting. Um, and then. Uh, provided the pandemic doesn't shut everything down, we SPT may or may not be doing a modern salon at Bruce Moore, mm. which Alex was the last guest that we had for oh, modern salon. Alex. And uh, it was a delight. <laughs> and that was in the beginning of January of 2020. The and first we, yeah. last before time everything it seems went to hell. Yeah. I wore a tuxedo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that the catalyst, Janelle. It, when, when we COVID when we, wouldn't have happened unless we did Modern Salon. Well, yes. okay. So we did Modern no. Salon, and then I did uh, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, and then I turned fifty on March. 15th. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it, it was. And the trifecta was. of and then, insanity. And then cats came out. And then yeah, cats cat, came yes. out. Yes, and that just blew everything. That out. movie. <laughs> Yeah. Release that, the butthole that version. Mo- that movie <laughs> ruined everything. That's when everything went to hell. That and Tiger King. Oh, <laughs> I, I still have not even seen one don't episode of n- that. Watch it. One. But you know everything that I happened. do. That's all I needed don't to say. watch it. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get to do Modern Salon. Um, if not, it'll be the second year that we haven't done it. And we'll hope that we get to do it uh, again at some point. And then I'll do Mamma Mia. Um, also, at the end of October, this October. So, the, yeah, and you would you would already cast Mamma Mia, right? Yeah. And then we had to cancel because of the pandemic. Um, but at the end of this October, SBT has their first Tales from the Writers Room show back at CSBS the very last weekend of October. So, so that's that'll very be a exciting. live show. That will be live yeah, instead of the first time since February of 2020. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I helped write some of the some of the video shows, mm-hmm. but yes. But yep. everybody's tired of those. I know that. Not not SPT's shows, but just doing everything virtual. on virtual. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's okay. my plan. Um, okay. So here's a good question. Do you remember anything we spoke about today or <laughs> or what you had for lunch yesterday? I don't think I ate lunch yesterday. <laughs> okay. Do you are, remember Are you sure that? about that? I don't remember that. I see. I know. If I could, this is what I said when I was getting ready to give birth to my daughter. I was like, can I just, I had done so much research and read every possible mm-hmm. article, book, blah, blah, blah. Can I just take a written test and then you just hand me my baby? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so I kind of feel like, they're like, well, that's not really the way it works, Janelle. And I'm like, well, I, I understand that. But, and so now I feel like with menopause, I'm like, can I just take a written test? Yeah. And then 
I can just be done. Yeah, just yeah. be done with it. Yeah. Just be done but with think it. about it. The things that we as women go through with our bodies, it's mm-hmm. never short-lived, right? Mm-hmm. It's just ongoing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes it sound terrible. Like we're just in this horrible yeah. state, right? And I get that it's not fun. But women out there that have yet to go through it or are going through it, man, this is this is like a pussy hat. Like it just it bi- binds <laughs> us together. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's not like the like I said before, it's not all the pictures that you see on the websites for people going you know, for women going through the change or they have the picture of this woman sitting on the cliff and she's in a yoga pose and she's looking blissfully happy and staring out into this, you know, wonderful panoramic view before her. And I looked at that picture and I'm like, that's a load of crap. That is a load of crap because really the woman going through menopause would run up and kick her over yes, the yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Push her over the edge. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Clearly you're not or going through menopause, or, ladies. Or so let me just be, take your place. Or she'd be running towards her and then forget why she she was running towards that lady. And that's she'd trip <laughs> and fall over the Yeah, that's herself. true. That's true, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Well, I'll be fair. Uh, it, uh, thank goodness we have these recorded or I wouldn't remember any of what we've talked about either. Well, this has been Amy with an A. And Jenny with a Z. And you've been listening to Sick and, and tired. tired. A podcast for people who are sick and tired of feeling sick, sick and, and tired. tired. And hey, everybody, remember to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, see you next Tuesday. Hey, you didn't forget. It's a wonder with all this weight. What were we talking about? Mama Mama pus. All right. Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.